The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and his wife Sophie are separating after 18 years of marriage. The two said in statements posted on Instagram that they made the decision after many meaningful and difficult conversations. And a statement from the Prime Minister's office said they both have signed a legal separation agreement. Of course, the welfare of children tends to be front and central in these situations. So how to navigate these tricky waters? I'm joined now by Dr Tara Logan Buckley, Chartered Senior Clinical Psychologist at the Connolly Counselling Centre. Tara, good morning. Good morning, Pat. How are you? I am very well. Now, normally by the time the kids hear about uh, a divorce or separation, um, the parents have been, uh, you know, having those discussions between themselves for quite a period. Yes, that's absolutely it. If the children start to hear about it, the decision is kind of made at that stage and that there's kind of no possible chance of uh, reconciliation at that point. So how to handle the children's response? Does it depend on age? I mean, if you've got teenagers who've witnessed cats and dogs fighting for uh, much of their uh, childhood, uh, do they tend to be relieved at this versus maybe younger children who um, maybe don't understand what a norm is and think that adults fighting with each other or ignoring each other or being mean to each other is just the way it is? Yeah, so I suppose the easiest way to kind of describe this is there's no right age for a parent to get divorced when it comes to kids, even though people kind of think that there is. It does impact children of all ages um, and it impacts them a little bit differently. I think there's kind of this premise out there that if a child is kind of under the age of three, there's kind of don't worry, they won't remember it. To a certain point, that is true. They necessarily won't remember the lead up and everything like that, but the trauma of it still will be there. Um, It tends to impact kids really from that kind of like six to 12 age bracket the most they're kind of more cognitively attuned. They're able to ask questions. But the thing about it is at that point is they blame themselves for it. So even when you talk to children in around that age, um, people kind of say um, a lot of the feedback will be the kids would say, um, if you love me, why can't you stay together? What did I do? Is this because I'm not always good or I, I'm bold sometimes? Whereas when it moves into the teenagers, the teenagers kind of, they have more, more self-awareness. They're kind of, they've had the experience of the parents maybe being together for quite a while and maybe the home has been unstable and as you said they might have been arguments so teenagers are usually able to handle that little bit better that doesn't mean that in any age bracket a child might either completely um I suppose engage maybe in outward behaviors or they also might go internal and they might regress inwards as well so there is no right or wrong age but what I would say to that is it is really that six to twelve years that it seems mm. to impact the most but it does impact all age brackets and of course everyone's so individually Mm. unique it's really hard to say how it would Mm. with each child. Now when uh, parents are breaking up and the the children are told and I'm not sure what how best that would happen um, what to look out for? I mean there may be tears instantly, there may be anger instantly. If there is indifference what then? 
that's it. I think it depends on the age of the child, to be honest with you. If we're looking at those real kind of like infant and toddlers, what we can kind of look for is maybe sometimes they just become what I would say a little bit more insecure or clingy with the parents that they live with. Or something that people mightn't um, kind of recognise is they might miss some of their developmental milestones or they might regress to former ones. For example, you might have a three-year-old who mightn't have been using kind of a pacifier and they might go back to using those things. In what we tend to see is of school-age children, particularly in around primary school, is the behaviour tends to come out more in school than what it does at home. And the reason for that is because sometimes home isn't seen as that safe place anymore because one of the parents has left or, or they're they're on the process of leaving. So what we tend to see is there that behaviour can come out in the school. So what I always say to people is that if you are separating or in that process, have a very good discussion with the teacher. Ask them, is there anything that they're noticing? Because you mightn't see that at home. They might, as you said, be that indifference. Adolescence, that's a really tricky one to even to kind of talk about because there's so many changes going on hormonally for adolescents as it is that it's very hard to say whether the behaviour is down to parents separating or divorcing or whether that's down to hormonal changes or kind of that peer pressure that they're under as well. I think for adolescents, the most important thing as an adult that's going through that is to have a very, very frank and honest conversation with them. Um, teenagers are able to handle those type of conversations, talk about the emotions, the impact that it will have. I think, you know, about being clear and communicative and very much so that both parents still care for them very, very much. And I think one of the, the best things to do is obviously to have no conflict around the children, even when separated and see, can you come to a co-parenting agreement and trying to make sure that both parents are in the child's life as much as possible post-separation is the most important and crucial thing for the children's development going forward. Now, what about uh, physical symptoms uh, that children may develop? I mean, some people may lose appetite. Uh, Other children might even overeat. Some children might become unwell. Absolutely. There, there's so many different things that we look out for. Um, for some kids, maybe a little bit younger, um, the signs of anxiety. So what we might see is they're not able to label that because they don't have the language or the understanding. But a lot of maybe school refusal due to tummy aches, they might be headaches there. Um, some kids actually might have sensitivities to, to food and they might develop rashes as well due to the stress that internally they're feeling. Other things is changing in um, eating behaviours, as you already said. They're also kind of, I suppose, other physical symptoms can be um, a lot of headaches within adolescence, a lot of tension kind of headaches that don't seem to go. Um, other things to kind of look out for as well, I suppose, is changes within mood that can kind of relate to that as well. So are they becoming a lot more, I suppose, withdrawn into themselves? Are they becoming a little bit more passive aggressive? Are they becoming more aggressive outwards, even with their language use as well? And I suppose trying to paint an overall picture around is there emotional changes, is there physical changes and is there behavioural changes? Mm. They're the kind of three elements that we would look for. Now, circumstances I'm sure play into it. I mean, if there are third parties involved that uh, daddy's leaving for somebody else or mummy's leaving for somebody else, then there can be, you know, changes in accommodation if, um, you know, the family home remains in the, the possession of one partner and the other is now living in a bedsit somewhere. Um, the children are going to be judgmental about all of this. I think it can depend on the child and the kind of the stage of 
development that they are. I think no matter what age um, a child is, when you're adding a third party in, that is extremely, extremely difficult. I do think, obviously, when they're under the age of three, that makes it a little bit easier because they don't really have the cognitive capacity to understand. I think, again, you're getting a bit tricky as you get six and older. Adolescents, depending, I think younger adolescents find that extremely difficult. There is a lot of judgments around that. There's a lot of, I would hear an awful lot, oh, you're not allowed to go back dating. That's not fair and mom. That's not fair and dad. We won't accept this person. That seems to kind of dissipate, I think, kind of as they get into the later teens and particularly into that early adulthood stage where they kind of say, no, I want my mom or dad to be with someone else. I want them to be happy. So again, it's completely dependent on the stage of, I suppose, um, developmental kind of capacity where the child is. All right, look, Tara, thank you very much for joining us. Dr. Tara Logan Buckley, Chartered Senior Clinical Psychologist at the Connolly Con- uh, Counselling Centre. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.